At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story, they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Thursday morning, too. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Good morning, Jeffrey. We have uh, we have a football trade to get to. A very exciting football trade, Gil. We have a Kevin Durant scenario that I think needs to be brought up as well. Not the one most people are thinking of. Uh, we'll be joined by Will Hill in a bit to talk baseball, football, and basketball with him. We'll talk to Bill Krakenberger, unscripted with the Crackman, a little later on. Will Bill and Gill today on the show. See if you can book a fill in a Jill while you're at it. All right, so let's. So real quick, by the way, tennis play. I do have one tennis play coming up uh, after this semi is complete. Uh, with Anjabur up a break in the uh, third and final set here against Tatiana Maria. Uh, I have the, the play that I have today is Simona Halep in straight sets over Elena Rybakina. Got it at minus 118. I'm looking for Halep to win that two sets to none. That is in the second women's semi at Wimbledon. Okay. The trade yesterday in the NFL, hardly surprising, right? A trade that we knew was, uh, was ripe to happen. Good on the Panthers for sort of waiting it out and getting it on their terms. But Baker Mayfield, the the very offended Baker Mayfield from all the uh, Cleveland Browns flirtation and finally signing of Deshaun Watson, well, Baker Mayfield is on his way to Carolina. For him, he hopes greener pastures where he gets, he hopes, to start. Um, he goes to the Panthers, the deal, by the way, the details of the deal, off to the Panthers for a 2024 conditional fifth-round pick, which could become a fourth-rounder, depending on Mayfield's playing time. And the real sort of other details that are of note of this is the salary distribution. Mayfield set to make $18.8 million. Well, the terms of that now are that the Browns are on the hook for $10.5 million of those. $18.8. $10.5 now will be paid by the Browns, according to Adam Schefter. And the Panthers will be on the hook for $4.85 million of that. So you're like, wait a minute, <clears throat> that math doesn't work out. <clears throat> pardon me. Doesn't get to, <clears throat> pardon me, doesn't get to $18.8 million. Sometimes you just got to blurt it out like that, Jeff, to get back to the real voice. Um, Baker Mayfield took a pay cut. Baker Mayfield agreed to take a pay cut. By the way, it is uh, able to be made up in incentives, but a little bit of an ego hit. I, I guess that's the first thing. Baker Mayfield is a winner. When you do the winners and losers, obviously he's a winner because he gets to be now, gets a shot at being a starter. Most people believe he will be the opening day starter for the Carolina Panthers. There are those, by the way, I'll say like Rob Ninkovich being one of them, the one that I saw the latest, 
who are not 100% convinced that Baker Mayfield will be the opening day starter. And the reason for that is typically when teams are locked into a starter, they either are paying an exorbitant salary or they gave up tremendous draft capital to move up in a draft or they gave up tremendous trade uh, capital in a trade. This didn't happen. They got Baker Mayfield for a song by any measure. And so it is not 100%, but one would think that Baker will be the starter. So those are the terms. And then what did it do to the betting market is the, is the real question on all this. Well, I think the betting market let out a, a giant meh to all of this, I believe is the technical term for this. Did you go with meh, Jeff? Is that a good term? For yeah, I, I think that's actually pretty accurate for this. Panthers winning the NFC South at DraftKings went from 12 to 1 all the way to 10 to 1. Comeback player of the year is more than a little negligible. 16 to 1 to 12 to 1. And we did have a, a, a move again. This is a lot of people got ahead of this. Will Hill, who'll join us on the show momentarily. A lot of people did get ahead of this. Browns ticked down after being on three. Remember, it was four and a half some time ago. Browns now two and a half point uh, from two and a half to one point favorites against the Panthers. So a little move on the week one line for sure off the three. But Panthers, you know, to make the playoffs plus 400 still, that didn't go anywhere. Their season win total, only the juice moved, still six and a half. And so I guess the question from a betting standpoint, and, and Scott Seinberg was kind enough to have me on the late show last night here on the network. He was asking me, would it, would it induce me to make a bet? I mean, I wouldn't. Here's the thing about the NFC. The NFC is so weak that we always say this. There's always a team that, that no one conventional wisdom-wise expects to make the postseason in the NFC. So the Panthers have to be saying to themselves, why not us? What's the bet of all of these? If I said to you, Jeff, you must make one of the aforementioned bets. Season wins, division. By the way, Tampa Bay still a big, huge favorite. With the Saints still about 3-1 to one to win the division. Panthers 10-1, to one, as we just mentioned. By the way, Joe Fortenbaugh texted me about something completely random yesterday, so I decided, I'm going to look at Joe Fortenbaugh's tweets. And, uh... He actually is bullish on Carolina, just to give his answer to the question. He said, Carolina over six and a half wins plus 100 is intriguing. Okay, maybe not bullish. Intriguing. He'll go that far. Joe Fortenbar, our buddy from Daily Wager at ESPN, he says, I'm not a huge Mayfield guy, but he did note that Carolina, the Panthers in 2021, the Sam Darnold administration, were one in seven in one score games, were minus 13 turnover differential. That's the second worst in all of football. Remember, that's random, typically regresses unless Sam Darnold's your quarterback. 52 sacks allowed was 28th in the league, 32 teams. And they did address the offensive line by drafting Aquanu, remembered high, and then signing Corbett and Bozeman. McCaffrey, of course, the big comeback from last year off the injury. So he would lean over on the season win, six and a half. Jeffrey, what do you like? Anything? So I was going through their schedule after this trade was made to see if a six or a six and a half was worth going over. And after looking through their schedule, I think six and a half is the right number. So there's really no bet, even with Mayfield. Now, this is an interesting team where you actually, because of all these books now putting in-season win totals, Gil, this feels like a team you can attack depending on what they do early in the season. Because their first four games, Gil. Pretty easy. Play Cleveland at home. Yeah. They're a small underdog. They play at the Giants. They'll probably be a small underdog in that game. Play New Orleans at home. Probably another, again, winnable game is a small home underdog. 
And then they play Arizona, which who knows what Arizona looks like four weeks into the season. Carolina could very easily be three and one after those first four games. And then we would look to do like what we did with Denver last year, under. which would bet an under at an elevated win total. Yeah, the Denver thing, it must, just for those who, who missed what Jeff is referring to, the Denver thing, though, was just some weird mathematical <laughs> yes. mishugas that, that happened at DraftKings last year where Denver was seven and a half preflop. They beat the Giants, who they were favored to beat, and they went to ten and a half. And I'm like, what is that? That's an under, that, that, that one easy peasy. That was something a little different. I will tell you this, though. Again, this trade is no surprise to anyone. The fact that the Panthers waited it out and got it, on, got it on more favorable terms, good on them. Good for Baker. Now, of course, the implications elsewhere is what's most fascinating because we kind of knew this was going to happen or we thought that it, that it was likely to happen. So Deshaun, obviously, Deshaun Watson in Cleveland with a 25 major allegations against him. For how long will he be suspended? Will it be a half year? Will it be a full year? All indications are that it will be an aggressive suspension. A year and indefinite is what the NFL is reported to want. And so then do the Cleveland Browns go into their season with Jacoby Brissett as their guy? Do they try to pick up someone? Bookmark that for a second. Seattle Seahawks were the, who were the only other team in terms of really needing a quarterback that was rumored to be associated with Baker Mayfield. Then it was reported late that Seattle wasn't interested. So Seattle's going Drew Locke and Geno Smith. That's their season. They're really doing this. Seattle is really content doing that. Okay. But here's the real thing. Go back to what I bookmarked. Cleveland now with Jacoby Brissett, if Deshaun Watson gets Again, regardless of what the suspension is, it's going to be a lot of Brissett, at least as currently constituted. So now does Jimmy Garoppolo, the only other really big-name quarterback out there who is, whose salary is exorbitant, right? $25 million, I believe, is the number. Don't hold me to that. It could be 28 could be 24 I apologize for not knowing exactly. But it's massive. And so if he's going to... By the way, it's not guaranteed. Niners, if you figure if he stays with the Niners... It's a huge pay cut. But the Niners have the Trey Lance issue for whom they traded up massive draft capital to get with the third pick in the draft two drafts ago. Would the Niners really go two seasons in a row without playing Trey Lance? Jimmy G would absolutely give them the best chance for a team that is Super Bowl ready, right? Super Bowl made. Good Lord, they were there two years ago and they got close last year. That is a massive decision. Or... Would the natural landing spot actually now be the Cleveland Browns? Because Cleveland has massive salary cap room to acquire, to, to fit in a guy like Garoppolo without having to really do a lot of contract manipulation with the Niners. And Kevin Stefanski's offense, not completely unlike that of Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. So from a X's and O standpoint, actually not the worst transition for Garoppolo either. And so maybe you do a one-year rental of Jimmy Garoppolo, because you do have Deshaun long-term, right? So a one-year rental of Garoppolo maybe is the best for everybody involved. San Francisco, because they get rid of their controversy. I don't think it's best for them on the football field, again. But it does get rid of their quarterback controversy. Cleveland has a much more ready-to-play quarterback with a team that is ready to contend. Jimmy G over... Jacoby Brissett, I think we would all agree. 
And then if that goes relatively well, Jimmy Garoppolo becomes an unrestricted free agent the following year, and no, who knows where he could end up. Bill Barnwell threw out maybe the Raiders if it doesn't go so well. Because that Derek Carr extension, actually the Raiders don't owe him a dime after this coming season. So this little musical chair quarterback carousel thing has implications. Perhaps, we are stretching it a little bit, but perhaps past this year. But Baker Mayfield in Carolina, again, from a betting standpoint, eh, meh, you know, it is what it is, as the kids say. We'll come back. How about a Kevin Durant scenario that we thought was unthinkable a week ago? Coming back with Will Hill on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. We'll take you but a few seconds. Then stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. That won't take you but a few minutes. And bam, you're placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM, state-of-the-art technology, and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. Will Hill is the host of the New York City Cast podcast, available where all podcasts are available. You can follow him on Twitter at not the Will Hill. That's a V with two E's. And Will joins us now. How you doing, Will? 
Gil, what's going on, man? I'm good. Jeff, nice to see you guys. You know Jeff Parlay, Jeff, Will, Will, Jeff. You guys know each other. Producer number eight, I think, is what it is. It's five and eight. He doesn't like eight so much. He likes being called five. Is that true, Jeff? Oh, I, know, oh, I, I prefer that. five, yes. He prefers five. I prefer the first term uh, yeah. number. Makes For... you look better, too, Gil. <laughs> it does it? I think so. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I don't know what he's trying to say. Uh, Will, so you are one. We were just talking about the Baker Mayfield trade, which, again, is wholly unsurprising. Um, we all kind of knew this was happening, but you were one of the people who got ahead. You were on this show several weeks ago, and you were like, you know, we were snickering at you because you're like, I'm making week one bets. I'm making week 18 bets. Next week, I'll have week six bets. But one of the week one bets you did make was getting ahead of that of, of this move. Yeah, and part of it was just the fact that I don't think Watson's going to play. I still don't mm-hmm. think he's going to play week one. There's talk that now it could be, you know, eight or ten. I still lean towards him being done for the whole season, but regardless, I mean, it's uh, it would be a shocker if he plays week one, and I think we've seen this line move now to one. So uh, you got a, a nice shot in the middle. You could just hold on to the Carolina whenever you got it, four, four and a half, three and a half, uh, even three is pretty good now. So, yeah, I, I think Baker, look, he averaged slightly above average. But, you know, life is all about perspective, and he's not named Sam Darnold, so I think he's a huge upgrade. Yes. And remember, Carolina was 3-0 and last year. Again, that was an easy schedule, but you got to keep McCaffrey on the field. They have a pretty good defense, um, so I think it's a good move. It makes some sense. I mean, they're not uh, a Super Bowl contender by any stretch, but the NFC is pretty weak. Could they sneak into a wild card spot? Uh, I don't think that is, you know, too far-fetched. Six and a half wins. I would lean towards over here. I just... I already bet the Saints over wins, and I don't want to have two overs in the same divisions. I, I try to stay away from overs in general mm-hmm. just because I think you know there, there's more value on the unders. More things go wrong that helps your unders. But uh, I, I definitely can understand this move here for Carolina. I don't want to run the whole show over with a Baker Mayfield trade, but the one thing that the comeback player of the year was the biggest mover of all of them, 16 to 1 to 12 to 1. My reaction to all that kind of – it's the most nebulous of all the categories yes. as we've talked about many times. But my reaction to all of that is – what exactly is he coming back from again? 29 and 30 lifetime. Yes, I get it. He had a shoulder injury. I'm told that's called a football, right? So it's like, I don't really know. Like, I don't, even if, now if Carolina made the playoffs and he was a big part of that, I'm sure he would be if they did. Okay, sure. He's in the mix, but like, I'm not really moved by that either, even though the market was slightly. Yeah, I mean, you you said it perfectly. We don't really know what this award is. Is it bad performance? Is it injury? In baseball, in past years, we've had candidates that were, uh, you know, having good years coming off steroid suspensions. Are they candidates because they got suspended for steroids? And we don't really know what this (laughs) award is. It's just so loosely defined. Very, very vague. Okay. The other sort of, and this is the nice part about July is you get to sort of delve into the, the gossip and the soap operas and the dramas, but they all have betting implications. So we'll go to the NBA for a second. And so Friday, this past Friday, was the morning after KD requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. Now, again, the word is requested. And I think that word got lost in all of this because the most that people were willing to go were like, okay, well, you know, Brooklyn, just because he requested a trade to his his preferred teams being the Phoenix Suns, the Miami Heat, well, it doesn't mean they have to trade him there. And so we went extensively on the show deep dive as to why, hey, look, Phoenix signed Devin Booker. That would have been the guy you wanted back. And, and instead, you're going to get DeAndre Ayton, Mikhail Bridges, and some sort of mix. Well, the problem is Brooklyn signed Nick Claxton. So does DeAndre Ayton really move the needle for them? As we're finding out, not yet, not so much. Miami, there was the designated rookie extension issue. You can't have two via trade. So you can't have Ben Simmons and Bam Adebayo on the team at the same time. So that complicates things. Plus Miami, you know, if you're going to try to, you know, rebuild, if you're Brooklyn, 
You're not going to want Kyle Lowry. Jimmy Butler's probably not going to be part of the trade, so that complicates Miami. The one thing that people didn't go to, Will, long way of saying is, just because he made a request doesn't mean they have to make the trade at all if they don't have a a trade, Brooklyn, that now we're talking about, if Brooklyn doesn't have a trade that they want on the table. And you are all about this, and you would even add that the Rudy Gobert trade complicated this. I think the Gobert trade certainly complicated it. I mean, I can't understand what he got traded for, who they were negotiating against Minnesota, but that is certainly an added element to this. And the Nets don't have any of their picks. The Rockets control their future. Now, some of it's directly to Houston with the picks. Some of it's pick swaps. But if I'm the Nets, I got this guy on a four-year contract. He's one of the 10 or 15 best players of all time. Uh, the reason I gave up all my picks is because Durant was on my team. Like I said, I got, got him on, on a contract here for four years. Uh, I mean, I'll listen to offers if I'm the Nets. But, I mean, what's your sort of recourse here if you're Durant? Well, trade me or else, or else what? You'll be unhappy? Okay, you'll be unhappy. You're going to complain? Okay, you can complain. Season starts in October. We'll see you in October. You can complain all you want. Just as long as you put up 30, you know, you can play, you can complain before the game, during the game, after the game. We don't really care because none of these trades really make sense. If you're going to trade them for a bunch of picks, well, the picks don't do me any good because once Durant's on the other team, uh, those picks become less valuable. Now, down the road, who knows? Anything can happen. But, you know, if you trade him for three or four good young players, well, Durant's not going to want to go to that team because that team's going to be gutted. I just think the Nets, you know, call around the league, have meetings and say, you know what? I think we're just better off keeping him. He can be upset. Whatever is bothering him, we can discuss it. He'll get over it. But we're not going to just trade this guy for 30, 40 cents on the dollar just to trade him. Because once once he's out the door, whatever you get back is your future for the next five or ten years. You have no picks. Uh, you have no really other assets, young players. This is it. So uh, I just think they run it back. And, boy, if you can get something out of Simmons, you bring back Curry, Kyrie, uh, me, this is as good a team as any. We're not in an era here of super teams. They're on the short list, uh, you know, handful of contenders here. I think the Nets, those 50 to ones were crazy to me, 40 to ones, 25 to ones more reasonable. I still think that's very bettable. Remember, this team was cruising along here until Durant got hurt and all hell broke loose this season. So uh, I do not think Durant is going to be traded. Did you make a bet? Yeah, I took them 45 to one, 40 to one, a uh, little 50 to one. I just, I kept betting them. I bet him to win the East. Uh, so yeah, I just, I just kept grabbing them. So if, uh, if Durant gets traded, I'll be not too pleased, but that's really my bet. And I, I thought, saw there were some seven to ones on him to remain with the nets. I couldn't find those to get down on, but I certainly would have. I don't I, listen. I'll put it this way. I don't think it's outlandish. We know KD is a guy who, uh, who has strong opinions on any given day about anything. And who's to say that if the nets come back to him and say, well, yeah, the best deal on, that we want to make is to the X, city X. And KD's like, I don't want to go there, right? Like, hey, 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 let's work this out, actually. You know, like, I don't think that is outlandish, of a, a, that outlandish of a scenario. And so uh, the, the, the second part of that is, does Kyrie, is there a scenario where Kyrie sticks around as well? I'm not so sure about that one, though what we're hearing is any Lakers deal certainly isn't imminent, might happen at some point. But certainly there isn't really Lakers, what are they, again, outbidding themselves here at this point for, for Kyrie. So it's a complete holding pattern that could change at any moment. But I, I do think it was incumbent upon us just to bring up the suggestion that KD may not go anywhere in the end. He really might not. Yeah, and I, the Raptors make some sense. The Pelicans make some sense. I think if you're the Nets, if you're going to trade them, uh, I think you have to get another team involved that has somebody else's picks. Because like I said, if you trade him, like they wouldn't trade him to the Knicks, but if you trade him to the Knicks for all their picks, well, those picks aren't going to be valuable because Durant's on the team. You need somebody who controls somebody else's future like, uh, you know, 
New Orleans controlling all those Laker picks because you need somebody else's picks. Because once Durant's on the team, those picks become very, uh, you know, much less valuable. I just don't think it makes a lot of sense to trade them. It's just so hard to find a deal that makes all three parties happy because you have to satisfy the Nets. You have to satisfy their trade partner. And ultimately, you have to satisfy Durant. He doesn't have the leverage to force a deal, but he has the leverage to kill a deal because you're not going to want to trade for a guy That's right. who doesn't want to be there. So 100% very hard right. to satisfy all three parties here. Yeah, um, the stars run the league in the NBA. And again, as we said on Friday, really the only individual teams where, where a trade makes any kind of sense would be New Orleans, which wouldn't involve Zion after he signed that extension, did so on the show while we were on the air on Friday. It would be a Brandon Ingram uh, Jonas Valanciunas kind of package uh, from New Orleans with draft picks obviously involved. Uh, Toronto with some version of Pascal Siakam. They, they're saying Scotty Barnes is off the table now, apparently. So maybe Toronto's not a spot now. Um, OJ and what's and left OG if, with Toronto? If he get if he goes to Toronto, what's left if you're trading right. OG and Anobi, Barnes, all these guys? Then it's oh, him and Van Vliet. It's just it, it's really hard to figure it out. And legitimately, the team that makes the most sense is the most comical of all of them, Golden State. It really is. Like you yeah. trade some. I get it. Wiggins also has a designated rookie extension, but some version of of Wiseman and Kaminga and Moody and who knows Wiggins or Poole or something. I mean, that's the team that would make the most sense. Um, I doubt that that will happen. We will talk to Will Hill here more after the break. See if he added any football picks. Did you add football bets? Did you add any more football bets beyond Baker? I did. Oh, Got to stick around to see. Oh, I like that. Uh, get his baseball thoughts on the day and another night of just sublime Shohei. Will, we can't, we can't go a, a show with you without mentioning another set of landmarks from the great Shohei Otani. So we'll get to Will's baseball picks. The football plays he added on the other side. Bill Krakenberger will join us uh, today as well from somewhere in this great nation, unscripted with the crack man. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, starting on Monday, VSIN will be having its first ever baseball betting pentathlon. Every show, including this one, will be making five baseball bets over a span of four days to determine which show at VSIN is the best at betting baseball. On Monday, we'll have to bet a total. On Tuesday, an underdog and a favorite. On Wednesday, we have a bet. Uh, we have to bet a team on the run line, and then Thursday, we have to bet a prop. Winner will be announced on Friday morning, July 15th, week from tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Follow the Money. Jeff, you looking forward to it? The baseball betting pentathlon. Five bets, four days for a crown. Let's go. I want to I, I, I know what our prize is. That's what I want to know. Oh, that's a very good question. I didn't even think about that. Do we, do we get a crown? I think the, the prize. Wins, do we get a crown? I do not believe that is the case. I believe the prize is, is sheer pride. Okay. Is that not enough for you, for. Jeff? Pride. Be fun. Be fun. Regardless, if we're playing for pride or, or we're playing for an, an award. It's what's all our, good. What's our personal uh, method of coming up with a play? What if you want one and I want one? Then what happens? I, I would imagine. Well, I'll have to talk. I'll have to talk to our uh, our PD, John Goulet. But I would imagine that if I if we both had picks, that probably wouldn't be a bad thing. The more the merrier, right? I think it's a show-by-show show thing. I don't think we can splinter we'll out shows. We'll, we'll have to see. What about right. shows with right. multiple Hey, multiple Jeff, listen, if ask. you don't want to be a part of this, you want to go we'll rogue, see. that's up to you, my friend. We'll see. All right. We'll see. I got to make a determination. I'm on there. just told me he wanted to go rogue on baseball picks. Oh, I gotta, we'll, have Kev, we'll have Kev do our picks. That's how we'll determine it, actually. We will not have Kev do our picks. <laughs> that will not happen. <laughs> Kev is too busy growing a beard and attracting the ladies. 
for your baseball picks. Looking forward to it. The uh, baseball betting pen- pentathlon beginning on Monday. By the way, we can't announce our picks on the show day by day, right? Because then other shows could pick off our plays kind of thing, right? So don't we have to keep it under wraps? I I have to check I have to check the email. So uh, many for, rules, uh, so many rules to be determined. There there, are, there was a, a basically a rule a rule yeah. book for us on this sent out earlier this week. I got to read through. By it. By the way, this this was this last minute was just a snapshot of of me, Matt, and Kelly on primetime action yeah. every night, just making up rules for there we go. for contests every night <laughs> back in the day. All right, uh, Will Hill, kind enough to join us. Sorry, Will, didn't mean to uh, stray there. Forgot you were there for a second. My apologies. Do we have odds on, on what show is oh, favored. Yeah. What show is so the longest? That's, I mean, that's the real question. Do we have odds? That's now that is the, 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 is the brightest would only thing be fitting that there would yes. be odds. Yeah, that's the brightest thing said about this. We need odds. I want to know how big of a dog we are. <laughs> I want to know that. I want to know if we're a favorite. I want to know this information. I want to know how disrespected we are. Right? It was us against the world, Jeff. That kind of thing. I'm sure one of your listeners can put together some sort of market, some oh, sort of uh, phantom odds. We can come up with something. Bruh, they're on it right now. I promise you, they're on it right now. Looking forward to that. All right. Uh, you said you added football bets. This is the brilliance of every Will Hill segment on the show, is that there is never a shortage of football bets. What did you add this week? You guys were talking about this market the other day, lowest scoring team, and it's not the longest number. Uh, you you guys mentioned you'd want to take a, a real shot here, but Atlanta 6-1 to one to me is interesting. When you look at their division, Carolina, New Orleans, Tampa, three probably of the top 10 defenses in the league. Their crossover is the AFC North, so they get the Ravens, the Steelers, the Bengals. Uh, that's a uh, you know the Ravens. That that's not an easy schedule in terms of the defenses. Uh, they even play the Chargers, who will be better defensively now with Cleo Mack. Um, and to me, I mean, boy, they just don't have the weapons they used to have. Maybe we see Ritter midway through the season. To me, Atlanta is going to be a terrible football team again. Six to one is not a great number. But I think they are certainly in the mix here to uh, to be the lowest scoring team. They're going to be a horrible team to watch. To me, six to one is uh, is a pretty intriguing number. I believe that was the team I mentioned. Where just like I get it, it's only six to one, but man, could they be bad? And I actually kind of like Marcus Mariota too, so I sort of feel bad for him in, in that situation. Um, if only Calvin Ridley hadn't made a, uh, a wager in Florida in that window, might have been different. Might have been, maybe not. Uh, and that was the one you you added. Anything else or no? Just that one. I think that was the only one I've okay. added. All right. Despite your promise for week six wagers, you did not make good on that this, for this uh, show? Is what you're saying? Hall of Fame game is right around the corner. You're getting <laughs> okay. one and a half here with the Jaguars. Remember, teams, when they're down a touchdown, they usually go for two. So that one and a half is extra valuable here. So uh, Jags plus one and a half. I'm eyeing it. I'm, I'm kind of I'm keen in on it. I haven't done anything yet, but Jags plus one and a half. It'll be here before we know it. We're what, a month away. Pronounce that again. J-A-G-U-A-R-S. Could you pronounce that again? Jaguars. Okay, we're getting there. He's a Jaguar guy. I always, I, it's fascinating to me. Yeah, I've never, I've never, never gotten that well, pronounced. Jaguar. A lot of people love the yeah. Jaguar. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, Will. That's what do you, okay. what is it, Jaguar? That's correct. It's Jaguar. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, Will's not alone, though. Uh, no, no. <laughs> you, you like represent half the, half the nation yeah. on it. Um, okay. Shohei Otani. Right. I didn't think of that. Uh, Shohei Otani last night, by the way. It's like every time you're on. Uh, can we show the ESPN stats at Info One first? Um, Jeff, we'll just rattle through some of these. I mean, honestly, there's no shortage of these kinds of tweets uh, because it seems like every time he is in action, there is some new standard. But, of course, you know, this is per ESPN stats and information show, hey, the first player since the RBI became official in 1920 to do all the following in a single game. Ten strikeouts as a pitcher, two RBI as a batter, a stolen base, 
that just a different way of uh, sort of parsing out what he did last night. And what he did last night was his fourth consecutive game of not allowing an earned run. That's 28 and two-third innings pitched in a row now uh, of not allowing an earned run. Remember, the all-time record is Oral Hershiser, which I believe is 59 innings, if I'm not mistaken. So Shohei just about halfway to the all-time record uh, doing so. By the way, it was his fourth straight start without allowing an earned run, but also his third with at least 10 strikeouts and zero earned runs, sixth player to a sixth pitcher rather to accomplish that feat since earned runs became official in the first since Jacob deGrom did it in 2018-2019. It is just... It's an endless uh, riff. By the way, here's one more before we get your uh, your thoughts on this, because you know where I'm going, of course. This is Alden Gonzalez. Shohei Otani hasn't allowed a run since June 9th. That was 27 days ago. Opposing hitters, OPS against him is 335. His OPS at the plate, 1.008. In other words, the difference between Shohei Otani's uh, opposing OPS uh, and what his OPS are is 673. There are 25 qualified hitters in baseball that have a lower OPS than that difference, <laughs> which is just another insane stat. He's the MVP, right? Like, can we stop talking about this? Well, something Jason talks about a lot. Do we know who votes on these on this award? Do we know the the voters, the number of voters? Because I do feel like people have made up their mind one way or another. Like if Judge hits 55 homers, Yankees win 110 games. There's a certain faction of people that are saying, you know what, Judge is the MVP. It doesn't matter what Otani does. His team's not in the mix. Other people say, you know what, doesn't matter what Judge does. Look at what Otani's doing. Yeah. Both sides of the ball. Otani's the MVP. So you're probably uh, right. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know. I I don't know that many people out there are saying or going back and forth uh, as close as this market is. I think people just sort of have made up their mind with this. And again, I, I would go back to who's voting, how many voters. Can we kind of stalk their Twitter page to get a sense of what they think and try to handicap the handicappers here? Well, Jason's point about handicapping the handicappers, because you're right. Everything you've said, I kind of agree with. But the point is, is that there's no indication that this is a different group of voters. Right. And so if that's the case, like what Vlad Guerrero did last year didn't come close. Why should this be any different kind of thing? So, you know, that's his point on all of this. I would just say the voter fatigue and, and Guerrero's team. I mean, they were in the mix, but they ended up finishing in fourth place. Did you get fatigued um, again, after one it, year? Does that fatigue set in that quickly? It's just not new anymore. Ooh. So maybe. But and, isn't it every again, time you come on here, it's new. I know. And, and Judge's team is going to win 110 games. That's just that's the case. So people have made that case. There's definitely yeah. a divide here. And like I said, I don't know that how many people are out there going back and forth. I think people have kind of made up their minds uh, about this. Yeah, I don't think there's a divide, quite frankly. I really don't. I think we exaggerate that divide is the point I'm trying to make. Uh, okay, baseball today. You always have baseball picks. What you got today? Uh, Rockies, Rockies team total over. Rockies parlay with the over. I'm just, I am fading Dallas Keuchel. I think anytime you're, uh, your changeup and your fastball are the same speed, I think it's time to retire. And Keuchel's <laughs> had a good, good. career. But he is, boy, he has had a rough season, whether it's the White Sox, the Diamondbacks. Uh, he got hammered in cores the other night, so he gets the same lineup four days later, five days later. Uh, this is at home, so maybe it goes a little bit better for him. But this game was 11-7 the other night, 11-8, uh, and he just got hammered. He's gotten hit hard every time out. So Rockies, Rockies team total over, uh, basically just fading Keuchel. And then I did go under three and a half in the first five, Musgrove and Logan Webb, uh, Padres and the Giants. Padres and the Giants. By the way, the thing with Dallas Keuchel, it's sort of like, you know, 
I can't tell you how many times I've bet on Dallas Keuchel in the past, but when you look at his at his Fangraphs page, the, the reason that Dallas Keuchel was so effective so many years ago, particularly when he was with the Astros, is that he always had this elite, unbelievable ground ball rate, right? He induced certain seasons, 66.8% ground ball rate, 60.1%. So any other deficiencies were sort of made up with that kind of uh, inducing of ground balls. It's not like he's a bad ground ball pitcher, but it's not a it's not elite like that anymore, right? You're down to fifty percent, and when you have all the other things going on, then that doesn't matter quite as much. And so, what was your line? Is when it, when your off speed is about the same velocity as your fastball, it might be time to uh, yeah, hang it up. Will always fascinating. We thank you for uh, the multiple sports and all your thoughts on all. Have a good uh, betting weekend, my friend. All right, thanks for having me, guys. See ya. At not the Will Hill again, the name of the podcast, the New York City cast. Will may ask you to retweet it, Jeff, at some point. You just never know. We'll come back. More NFL bets on the other side. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The action never stops at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000 and your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. BetMGM state of the art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials, and much more. No matter what your favorite sport is, you'll find out when nothing beats a win at the king of sports books. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to betmgm.com and enter bonus code VSIN1000. 
to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offers not available in Nevada or New York. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay here as well. Uh, Jeffrey, just to reiterate the uh, the tennis play because it's a uh, it's about to take place about five minutes away, ten minutes away thereabouts. Uh, the second of the two ladies semis at Wimbledon. I have Simona Halep in straight sets over Elena Rybakina. Got it at minus one eighteen. I believe Halep is the player to beat in this tournament. Added not sexy prices as I mentioned yesterday. Added some Simona Halep futures, plus 350, plus 175. Nothing pre-flop, nothing massive numbers. Uh, but just to uh, see if I can get home with her here. But I do have her in straight sets here in this match that's about to take place against the very good Elena Rybakina. But I think Halep is the player to beat here. Congratulations to all who have on Jabour uh, to win the Wimbledon Ladies Slam. On Jabour advances to the final she awaits the winner of this Halep Rybakina match. And by the way, let me just say this. Anjabur, uh, in her first slam final ever, was her first slam semi, by the way, uh, but she'll be in her first slam final ever and is the first to uh, first Arab, first African ladies player to ever advance to a Grand Slam final. So congratulations to Ans. Congratulations to those, including our buddy Drew Dinsick, who has a 33-1 to on Ans. It's a great win. ticket. Great ticket. Great ticket. We've had some 33 to 1s on the ladies' side. Those are fun. Uh, okay. We do get tweets at Beating the Book. Let me just read a couple of these. Scott, New York Mess 16. Gil, you wonder how you get Jaguar from Jaguar. How about Worcester from, from Worcester? Talking about Worcester, Mass. I talk about that all the time. I used to, I went to school in Boston. I'm like, how do you guys get Worcester out of this? It's like 35 letters in this city. All right, and then Dan Wood has chimed in on our, uh, on our MLB betting pentathlon with odds. Are you curious what he put out as odds? On this? <laughs> Let's see what he has. He goes, uh, follow the money as the short shot at plus 120, a numbers game plus 155, betting across America plus 200, my guys plus 250, um, odds on three to one, rush hour four to one, Lombardi line five to one, all other shows field plus 333. I total, I, just, just real quick on that, total disrespect for our night shows, which do not appear at all here in the, in the, in the list. Total disrespect to Tim Murray and Sean and Scott late at night. Those guys need to be listed. Just telling you what Dan. No offense to Oskill, but I would take the field no because we're getting a lot of us. We're, we're getting a lot of we're getting a lot a lot of good uh, good quality people at the uh, well, field. This back. is a show where you know that we used to do baseball picks daily. Like when this first show started again five years ago, I was a baseball better. Everything else was second. Ten years ago, same thing. Eh, we don't do it so much here, baseball at this show. But there are Dan Woods odds. I'm sure other people will have other odds. I'm looking for more disrespect, Jeff. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for, I'm looking for more for disrespect so we could do an us against the world thing on this. All right. Um, we do have more football and things to bet in the National Football League and beyond. Jeff has culled these together. Now, earlier, uh, I don't know, this was this was earlier this week, I believe, because we started with these a week or two weeks ago. But we talked about over-unders on quarterbacks' total interceptions. And you remember Carson Wentz was 10 and a half, and we were sort of like, Carson Wentz is only going to throw 10 and a half picks? <laughs> like, that's not an over? Um, this is most interceptions thrown. So this is just a different variation of that. So instead of over-unders, 
quarterback per quarterback. This is just a market of who's going to throw the most picks. This is at DraftKings. This just came out. Well, at least I noticed it last night for the first okay. time. It could very well, easily been you, out for a while. It could have very easily because they have tons of them. There, there are a lot of things yeah. up there. A lot of things up there. And we can go ahead and show everyone here that Zach Wilson is your betting favorite at 8-1. to one. Trevor Lawrence, who was in the lead, not the category you want to be leading last year. Him and Matt Stafford led the league in interceptions last year, uh, 17 apiece. Lawrence is at 10-1. to one. Fields at 10-1. to one. Davis Mills at 10 to 1. A lot of disrespect for the second year guys, Gil. All the second year guys who we know are going to start are the short shots in this market. Stafford, Jameis at 13 to 1. Jameis, Lifetime Achievement Award odds, 13 yeah. to 1. Mac Jones, the only second year starter who isn't in the top four here. 16 to 1. I, I was very surprised he was that short. I don't. It, it, I don't see him throwing a lot of picks, so don't bet that. Can I call my shot right now? Please, go ahead. Tannehill, 18-1. to 1. Yeah, I don't mind that. That was the one that stood out to me. Uh, the only concern that I have, so hear, hear me out here, Gil. Because Tennessee, obviously, no A.J. Brown anymore. Seemed like last year was the shot. If they were going to make a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl, they had to do it last year when he had the one seed. Tannehill gets off to a rocky start this year. Indianapolis gets out to a hot start. Colts are, let's say, they're three, four games up two months into the season. Do we see Malik Wills in Tennessee? Do we even get a full season with Ryan Tannehill? Well, here's my thing. Are they going to be that bad where you'd make that change? Probably I think not. they're going to be. I'm a, I'm a big Colts guy. You are not. I am not as bull. I was super bullish on Tennessee last year, even had bets behind them. I am not this year. But I do believe, again, I, said, I sort of said this the other day, we we're talking about Derrick Henry numbers also. Listen, we get it. If Tennessee's ahead, it's the Derrick Henry show. But if Tennessee falls behind, you got to change it up. And they don't have receivers, man. It's, it's a coming off an injury, Robert Woods and the poo-poo platter, as we said. So does Ryan Hannahill, already a guy prone to the pick, does he, by the way, Ryan Tannehill had 14 picks last year. 17 was tops, as Jeff mentioned, Trevor Lawrence and Matthew Stafford. Josh Allen, 15. Taylor Heineke, 15. Justin Herbert, 15. Justin Herbert would be the other guy. I mentioned this the other day. So for me, it's Ryan Tannehill because he's just going to have to force balls in at some point. But I sort of, as I'm speaking, I'm sort of going back to what I said earlier this week. I believe Justin Herbert at 20 to 1 might actually be the better play. Because Ryan Tannehill, if there are if there are enough Derrick Henry games, then maybe that's not as good. But Justin Herbert, by sheer volume of passes, this is all about opportunities. And Justin Herbert, again, threw, besides Tom Brady, who was a dinker and dunker primarily, by comparison, Justin Herbert had the most passing attempts in the National Football League last year with 672. 672 through 15 picks. 20 to 1 on him, not bad. You know who's not listed here, who I'd, have, who I'd want to know who the Go odds ahead. are? Patrick Mahomes. So I'll say this, Gil. They're all a, a huge collection of people at 20 to 1. Huge he, collection. They aren't even listed. He's one of them? He's at 30 to 1, Mahomes. He's at 30. Because how many times do we see him scrambling, right? him just doing the whirling dervish thing and then just heaving the ball up in the air and then Tyreek would come out of nowhere 
and catch the ball, and you're like, oh, my God, the Kansas City Chiefs, they're amazing. This just in, Tyreek Hill not on the Kansas City Chiefs. And how much will, like, how much of Mahomes' instincts of just, you know, scrambling and just heaving the ball into oblivion and hoping, he's 20 to 1? 30. 30 to 1. 30. I'm going to go Herbert 20 to 1, followed by Mahomes 30 to 1, followed by Tannehill 18 to 1 is my favorite three. There are there are other guys at 20. Jared Goff's at 20. Darnold's at 20. That can't bet that he's not going to start. Mayfield's at 20 also. Derek Carr's at 20 to 1. Daniel Jones at 20 to 1. Our guy Carson Wentz at 25 to 1. Problem is, again, <laughs> the scenario we, That's your guy. we discussed earlier in the week could be so ineffective that we see Heineke. Replace him in, uh, or Hal even, actually, I should say. We see Hal replace him in Washington. Uh, yeah, I, I would, I would. when going through this last night, I don't want any of the, the short shots. Don't want Wilson, don't want Lawrence, don't want Mills, don't want Fields. I would be looking to Tannehill. That was the name that stood out to me the most. I also would be intrigued with Tua at 18-1 to 1 mm. because you're asking a guy who, to take more deep shots now that Tyreek Hill is there. You could end up with him trying to force the ball to Hill. Could end up with a lot of early season interceptions, and you may have a lead that you could sit on throughout the year. And with Tua, I don't hate the logic, but I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go with one of the bigger names as my favorite. Again, Tannehill's my third, but I think Mahomes and Herbert are interesting choices because people people won't gravitate towards them. They won't think of them first. But sheer volume, by the way, who threw the third most passes last year behind Brady and Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes did, 658. So, again, that instinct, just sort of the mind's eye of how many times he just throws the ball up. He doesn't have a security blanket anymore. I I know we're up against it here. Josh Allen at 50-1, to who was third in interceptions last year, also somewhat interesting. I like it. All these things better. Now, would, would I actually bet on this? Maybe. Maybe. Long enough shot? I might actually bet on this if we had this available. Bill Krakenberger, unscripted next. Numbers game, Visa, and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.